Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly podcast that focuses on tools, processes, and best practices that truly fuel success for women in technology. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you walk away with at least one best practice that will help you level up personally or professionally. What can you take action on that will make you 1% better? This show gives us space to grow that amazing potential you have inside of you by bringing you guests from all walks of life and allowing them to share their success secrets with you. I'm your host, Nicole Scheffler, and I consider myself a tech diva with over 15 years experience in a technology career. And I'm committed to sparking tech diva success with my collection of various books, podcasts, and projects, including our other podcast, the Diva Tech Talk podcast, which is all here to inspire you and is dedicated to women in technology. I know you're going to love it. So on with the show. Well, welcome, welcome to the podcast, Tech Diva Success. And I always say I'm really excited for the guest and I always am, but this guest has a special impact on my life and had spoken at an event over six years ago. And so to have her on my show is a true honor and going to be a treat for everyone out there listening. We are here today with Ann Doyle. She's everything. She's a speaker, <laughs> an author, a journalist. She's been a business executive. She has two podcasts that I'm going to make sure to recommend. She's served time as a formal elected official. And she, most of all, is a lifetime change agent. She's been on the front line for women's progress for nearly five decades. So for us to fit it all in, I'm going to try to talk faster on her intro so we can get more <laughs> of her. <laughs> She's the author of Powering Up. How America's Women Achievers Become Leaders. So this is going to be on my book recommendations. If you're missing it, check out social. We'll have it posted. And has two podcasts. One, Powering Up, makes great sense. And the Game Changers podcast, which is part of the International Women's Forum, where Anne has been very active. So she began her career trailblazing in TV news and sports broadcasting in the 70s and 80s, working at CBS Detroit, uh, being one of the first women sports reporters and anchors in the U.S., which is part of her story that definitely influenced me about her, I could say breaking glass, but I should say pushing down doors to the locker room. Uh, she's right. in the Michigan uh, Journalism Hall of Fame for that and for much of her work there. And she also has her business background at Ford Motor Company doing communications there. And she is just an amazing woman, like I said, for that gender equality and, you know, her work has taken her to 30 countries and six continents, including assignments for the U.S. State Department in the Middle East, Europe, and the Caribbean. And she's the current president of the Michigan chapter of the International Women's Forum that brings over 800 women leaders from six continents to Detroit for the conference. And that will be happening in fall 2023, hopefully. But we are here to talk about your greatest bits of wisdom for women in technology. So welcome to the show, Anne. Hi there, Nicole. Of course, it's fun to be here. You know, I do two podcasts. And so it's really fun for me to get to be interviewed instead of uh, doing all the questions. Absolutely. So is there anything of your background or stories that you want to share with the women in tech that I missed from your wonderful bio? No, you you did a fantastic <laughs> job. I think the, the I guess the thing that I would say as I was thinking about, you know, 
talking to your audience today is um, I, I know this is a very, very difficult time for um, particularly for women who, you know, have children, you know, have families. I mean, I'm at a point in my life, obviously, my son is 28 years old. And, you know, and so I have much more independence and flexibility. And, and I've thought often about how, how uh, I would have handled it. And, and it reminded me actually of one of the toughest times in my life was when I was the head of North America Public Affairs for Ford Motor Company at the time of the Explorer Firestone tire crisis. And um, this is one of the biggest crises in corporate America. You know, it's, it's studied in business schools and journalism schools. And, and my son was very, very young at that time. I was just working like around the clock, around the clock. And, and you know, people were dying. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm having to handle, you know, the media, the coverage on this thing, as well as going into Washington, D.C. with our CEO, who when he was called before Congress. And I guess that's the best I can remember about that time because, um, you know, I, I read all the research, all of you know it, that women are being affected even more than men in terms of this, but men are being affected too. But, but women, because we have that second shift, um, it, it's a really tough time for women. But I think if there's anything I want to say, Nicole, it is, this is also a fantastic time for women. And so I really want to ask your listeners, I mean, in some ways, you know, we are we are at war and think back to, you know, Rosie the Riveters and what was going on, let's say even during World War II or, or, you know, a big war like that. But we are at war and this is a really tough time. And women often carry a, a very heavier load that isn't always acknowledged, but we know it. And so I think if there's anything I want to say, Nicole, number one is that this is a great time to be a woman. And you know what? It is a great time to be a woman in tech. And all of your listeners have incredible skills. You are in a field that is exploding. And okay, you may feel like you're slipping back a little bit, but you're going to accelerate right out of this thing. I think that's the biggest message that I want to say is don't get discouraged. Don't give up. Hang in there. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. I've also seen some research specifically about people working in tech that, you know, women uh, have a much higher level than men of feeling uh, pressure to perform. And that's us holding ourselves to that, you know, higher standard all the time. And so I would just say, hey, take a deep breath. You can do this. Surround yourself with people who remind you how great you are and just power through this thing. Yeah, you heard it from Anne. You are great. <laughs> you can yeah, do it. You, you can, can do, do it. it. That, that's the biggest thing. And I mean, we women are the hardest on ourselves and we're very hard on other women. You know, I wrote in my book, one of the things I wrote about was the mother divide, that whole difference between women who have children or perhaps uh, maybe they're out of the house and grown now by this time versus women who are in those intense child caring years, such as you, Nicole. Yeah. And, you know, we as women have to acknowledge the incredible importance that they're doing for our nation, really, in terms of human development. And also the skills that are there. I mean, I think often men give uh, value skills learned in the military and women tend to not 
value and bring to the attention of the business world the tremendous skills that are involved in terms of human management, human development, multitasking, all those things that we really need to sort of like own that stuff and value that stuff. Yeah, we see that a lot in culture building. You're talking about a time where we're at war and it is because of the pandemic pushing us out of a comfort zone, but much further out of a comfort zone than we're used to. So like you said, you were enough uh, giving ourselves positive self-talk that you're not going to be the perfect mom or the perfect employee if you're trying to balance it all. And I think something that came to mind too as a call to action is checking in on other mothers. Mm. I often don't get to talk on this podcast about my kids because it doesn't really come up uh, so much, but I do have a four-year-old and a two-month-old. So having a newborn and having a baby during the pandemic makes it so hard. So I think the little bit of outreach I get from other women who are in similar situations. Mm-hmm. And I do respect that everyone, if you're alone, it's um, it's sad because maybe you can't see as many people and you're limited on going out. I mean, I would not want to be single and trying to find someone during this time because right. I imagine yeah. dating during COVID. My son is not <laughs> dating. My 28-year-old son is like, I mean, yeah. what an opportunity Stop. to innovate, right? There needs to be some innovation there. So I agree. It's a great time. But in the middle of when we're recording this, the pandemic, we're going into the holidays, we're shutting down. Mm -hmm. You have these tools from your book, from your history, from your life experience that can help us power through and power up at this time. So let's tap into some of those. Well, I guess there's a couple of things. I mean, one of my longtime mantras is every woman for herself is a losing strategy. And I would really urge women to join the sisterhood because we have got, I mean, that's the most powerful thing that we can do is to join the sisterhood. And there's many, many ways of helping other women. I mean, some of it is just what you said, you know, in terms of checking in with other moms, but it's, it's also making sure if you're in a position in your organization where you can make sure that uh, women are not penalized or, or lose ground at this time. I mean, to acknowledge the, the multiple balls that people are having to manage as the whole support infrastructure is crumbling. We have to just acknowledge that. And so, and I think women uh, can, can do a really good job, particularly of that. I just did a, um, was part of a big national conversation two days ago about women on boards. And there's a very big push right now of African-American women getting African-American women, women of color, but uh, on boards. And I see them coming together collectively in a way I've never seen before. And these are women who are serving on multiple corporate boards, basically saying that they are raising their voices in there to talk about the need for this. And I would encourage women to do the same. Uh, Don't hold back at this time about raising your voice about the importance of not losing women talent because women are being laid off in, in higher numbers than men. That's 
often because they're, they're still in more junior positions, but uh, they're being laid off in bigger numbers. And so those who are there and those who are in positions of leadership and influence have got to be raising our voices to not, to not let this happen. So that's one of my pieces about the importance of us starting to leverage our collective influence because, you know, in my um, over four decades, moving towards five decades now of being a professional woman in the workforce, we've seen incredible um, advancement in terms of individual women. But I like to say that we are in kindergarten still when it comes to leveraging our collective power. And, um, and, and so that's number one. Um, hey, Anne, yeah. can you give some examples? Obviously, super critical at this time. What's just one or two ways that women could use their collective voices, for example? I guess that example that I, I started to talk about where the women who are serving on corporate boards and the woman of color was saying, as soon as I get on a board, the first thing I do is try to increase the other number of women on there. And, and too often, I think that there's still a little bit of, um, I know a lot of women in tech in particular are working in, uh, they may be the only one or feel as if they don't have a lot of allies. And you know what I would say, you're on the front lines of, of changing that. And so if, if you're the only one, it's all the more important that you, uh, you raise your voice and, and you speak up. And, and, you, and you take your place at that. But also I would say, um, do not hesitate or you should feel the responsibility to make sure there are more women. We have seen, you know, that it's not until you get to about a 30% presence in any kind of a group, whether it's a corporate board or whether it's a management team, uh, a work group, um, until you get to 30%, I mean, that's where the tipping point is. And so uh, I would say women, uh, use your collective power in terms of getting more women in there. That would be one way I'd say to do it. Yeah, you're yeah. right. And then we have a long way to go to get to that 30% and most, especially more technical roles. And I am seeing in action some of the things you're talking about around collective power for one support in different employee resource organizations, uh, in different women's groups where they're coming together to give resources and tips, but most of all, to your point, sharing job opportunities. So when you do you see something available, put it into your pool of women, put it into your women network group, look in your LinkedIn and see who's capable. So that's a great tip. Thanks for that. You know, one. that that's that's right. You know, actually, and this is the what the women even who are serving on these corporate boards said, you know, as soon as you're on one corporate board, you start getting more people coming to you. And, and so women who are in positions in tech, I mean, often maybe get called by recruiters and things like that. And they said, that's a great opportunity for me to get leads for other women to get more women. And so, right, take those leads and make sure you're giving them to other women. Absolutely. What else do you have for us? <laughs> well, another thing that I would say is really important always is to know who your allies are. And I mean, really an inventory. I mean, like thinking about it and writing it down and then following through and having those conversations. Uh, you might have a sort of a vague feeling of who your allies are. And I'm not talking about your best friends, but in a work environment, really assessing who your allies are, and, and in some ways also be really clear about maybe who are the people who, eh, 
maybe just disagree with you or don't think you're that hot or, you know, they're, they're not an ally who's going to help you. And everybody has those. You know, you're never going to have everybody who thinks you're absolutely a superstar, but you're always going to have people who are your allies. And so I would really encourage your listeners to do an inventory of that. I mean, be very, very strategic about identifying, finding who, who they are, who you think they are, and reach out to them and have a conversation with them. And then, you know, what you do with that, of course, is you talk to them about, let's say a one-year plan and even a five-year plan. As you're going through a, this very, very tough time, it might be a, a hard to uh, sort of think way ahead. You're just thinking about like uh, getting through the storm and, and, and getting to a safe harbor. But um, take a little time to think beyond the immediate pressures in terms of where, where do you want to get? Where do you want to get in a year? Where do you want to get in five years? And, you know, there's a lot of research that says women don't do this as much as men do. And this is really about, you know, taking charge of your own career instead of sort of waiting for somebody to identify your talent and, and tap you on the shoulder for a promotion. I mean, you need to be very, very clear about what you think your next stretch job is in one year and, and five years and probably whatever your listeners are thinking, I would say double it because you're probably underestimating yourself, which is what women still do. And, you know, I love what you say, Nicole, about um, go bold, go big, go bold. I completely agree with that. And, uh, you know, that's that piece about taking risks. As women, I think that we are not taught by culture to, we're not encouraged or taught. And so it's just something we have to say, yeah, that's a muscle that I, I need to work on. And so whatever yeah. you think is your next big stretch goal, I would say probably double it. Yeah. Go bold, baby. Go bold, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you speak a little bit there on some limiting beliefs, right? Our inability to think maybe imposter syndrome. And what is another limiting belief that you've seen in your history of working with women that we can really address here to help women in tech move ahead? In some ways, Nicole, I get really discouraged because some of these things uh, we've been talking about for 40 years, 50 years, and that's really how hard culture is to change and the effect that uh, this gigantic, almost Kool-Aid that we get soaked in, which is the culture. And, you know, I have a saying that uh, is never eliminate yourself. And once again, it, it's a real simple mantra. And you know what? I still have to say it to myself. And it's really something from my dad. It was I don't know where he heard it, if he made it up or heard it somewhere, but um, he told all of his seven kids, you know, the world is a, is a tough, competitive place. And if you are not the best one for the team or for the job, or maybe just because people don't like how you look, you look a little different from them, whatever it is, the world is very happy to eliminate you from opportunities. And so whatever you do, don't eliminate yourself. That's that whole piece about that little voice in us that says, I'm not ready. When you hear that, just remember this little mantra about never eliminate yourself and take that risk and, and put yourself out there. Because that's something that women are still dealing with. And 
men are not very few men are burdened by that as we all know there's that old joke about uh, a woman gets into her you know pants and they're too tight you know she says oh, i gotta lose some weight and if a man you know gets his, into his pants and they're too tight he says the the, the cleaners shrunk my pants and you, you <laughs> And this is the whole thing. Um, And so it it is something that we carry. And we just have to say, yep, throw off that burden and never eliminate yourself. That's another one of my mantras. Ties real close with that positive self-talk. Reversing what you're thinking if you catch yourself in a bad thought. Like, I can't do this. And just reverse. I totally can do this. I can do it. And flipping anything you catch negative to positive. I try to do that for myself. Well, you're so full of wisdom. I could talk to you for hours, but we're coming towards the end of the show, but I want to make sure that we get any last nuggets for women in technology that will help guide their success through this time and forever, because you've been there, you've done it, you've seen what works. How can they help be more successful personally and professionally from what you've learned? Well, I'm going to leave them with something fun to do because everybody's got enough stress on them right now. And I know they're all working hard and they're trying yes. to take care of their we like families. Fun. We and, like oh fun. Oh my gosh, how about some fun? <laughs> yes. And so I'm going to say, uh, listen, uh, have you watched Queen's Gambit yet? Because if you haven't watched Queen's Gambit yet, it's fantastic. And it's all about a woman competing in an all-male world where she's the only one and things are tough and she has her ups and downs and struggles and setbacks and she powers on through. And uh, I think it'll really be motivating for people. And then the other one I would say is, um, if you haven't seen the PBS documentary, Vote, which is really about that incredible history here we are in this year of the 100th anniversary of women's uh, 75 year fight for the right to vote watch that because what those women did was incredible and what they overcame and the setbacks that way went through and they just kept on it and it took them 75 years. They just powered on through regardless of the setbacks. And so I would really basically say, I know this is a tough time. I know this is hard. Women are sliding a bit, but I know you are in the absolute fantastic field that is going to accelerate when we come out of this thing. And so hang in there, surround yourself with people who believe in you and think big, baby. Absolutely. And do you have a favorite (laughs) quote? Gosh, I don't know. Or book, Uh, anything else? Any last parting words? Well, you know, the kind of books that I'm reading an awful lot of stuff right now about racial injustice. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm reading the book about on cast, you know, and so I I would say, you know, my son tells me that I need to read more fiction because I'm totally a nonfiction focused, pretty serious (laughs) reading about issues kind of thing. And I always suggest Anne's book (laughs) on powering up (laughs) because there is so much like this is just the tip of the iceberg for what Anne has learned and has put her heart into this book on really how we can become achievers and women leaders can step up. So this body of work is timeless and I just appreciate so much you being on this show and believe in 
everything that you have to say and around voting, you know, we need to vote. We need to use our rights that we've earned and we need to step into that office. We need to get to that 30% that you talk about there. You know, that's another thing. I'm really glad you brought that up because for any women listening who may have been laid off or, um, or felt they had to sort of like just step back from their career a little bit because of all the demands that they have other responsibilities with family and home, think about running for office. And I'm not saying think about running for Congress right now. I'm saying, you know, there's many, many political offices at the local level that are, these are not big time consuming jobs, but that's a really important leadership skill. It's something to put on your resume. We need many, many more women in there. And there's an awful lot of very important decisions being made about all of our lives that's happening at the local level. So really think about running for office. And if you can't do it yourself, support and help another woman get elected. That's huge. Yes. And I would like to just mention my, um, you mentioned my two podcasts at the beginning, but you know, my powering up podcast, uh, I have a lot of just really fantastic women of all different generations that we're interviewing and and putting out there that I think will be really inspiring for your listeners too. It's such a joy to have other women on this show that are empowering like yourself, of course, but other women that are doing similar work because I really believe that the rising tide uh, raises all boats. So the more empowerment, the more people doing work that you've done for years that I have been inspired to do this type of work for, I encourage everyone out there to keep coming together as a collective and to take some kind of action on today. You know, you listen to these podcasts and Anne gave us a few uh, homework assignments, but really you can listen to podcasts all day, but what can you really do right now? What can you do today? Can you make an ally list? Can you reach out to one ally today as a result of this podcast? Can you subscribe to a new podcast that will change your life? Can you pick up a new book? I mean, If we don't start taking action on the things that we're consuming, we will just be listening and not taking action. So I'm always a big uh, push to get you out there and you can do it and you're amazing and you could squeeze in that five or 10 minutes a day listening to a podcast. I listen while I'm walking. You know, when can you get the time in to take action on some of these things? So, and otherwise, I'm sure some people may be inspired and want to see more. So, did you want to just uh, get them the best way to get a hold of you? Absolutely. My website is www.andoilleadership.com. I do write a, uh, I guess you call it a blog, it's a commentary that uh, I write about every uh, six weeks, really, for my global network. And um, it's really always about um, leadership or gender issues or social justice issues. Welcome to subscribe to me there. I'm starting to master Instagram. So, <laughs> well, we're always learning. Oh There's my gosh. Plenty. Yeah, plenty I know you tech learn. women are la- laughing at me. I'm, I'm finally I'm mastering that, but of course I'm on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook. Next, I'll get you on Snapchat. I'm pretty easy to get in touch with. (laughs) No, not Snapchat. It's like, I can't do any more. Join Ann Doyle on TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) That's not happening. Oh, you're so funny. You're so sweet. And just thank you from all the women out there for what you've done for creating a legacy, for leaving a body of work, and for all the women that you've inspired, including myself, 
this is what it's about. When you do this work, there's not enough people saying thank you. There's not always anyone saying thank you. Sometimes you just scream into the air and hope that someone is motivated and you have just done that. You have raised your voice. You have broken, you know, the glass ceiling for so many and just keep doing it. And thank you so much. It's an honor to have you on this show and to know you. And I am a little fangirled on this. Uh, (laughs) I told my daughter, I was like, mommy has to go talk to a very, very awesome woman in the, in the movement. And she's like, the movement? I was like, okay, I'll tell the you The movement, later. all right. I don't have- <laughs> yeah. Raise great girls and yes. boys. That is yes. really important work. Yes, and be kind to yourself. Be gentle to yourself during this time. But go bold and go big, as Anna said. Go so bold, thank you so big. much. Okay. Have a great day. See you, everybody. Bye, Nicole. Bye. Thank you again for listening. And we really hope this sparks something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life please give us a rating or review. We would love to see how the show has inspired you. You can also connect with Tech Diva Success on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. We're very easy to find under that name. And we hope this episode was fire for you.